Hi, you're listening to It Happened to Me, a rare disease and medical challenges podcast. The mission of our podcast is to support you, our listeners, and to create community as you confront the toughest challenges in life. All of us will experience health hardships. The real question is how we adapt. That's the focus of It Happened to Me, which wants to help you overcome limitations and live a full and satisfying life. Drawing on their own health challenges, co-hosts Kathy Gildenhorn and Beth Glassman interview guests who share stories and research to help you succeed in the face of difficult health obstacles. It happened to me, I'm not alone, and neither are you. We are flipping the roles today. I'm Kira Deneen, co-producer of It Happened to Me. And instead of being behind the scenes on this episode, I wanted to take this opportunity to ask our lovely hosts, Kathy and Beth, about the inspiration behind It Happened to Me and the launch here. So I'm going to be the host and they're going to be the guests. So a little, little bit of a switcheroo today. Um, but Kathy, I wanted to start with you because this the podcast really started with you. When did you first come up with the idea of launching a podcast? Well, it happened to me is really a story of evolution. And for some time, I'd been thinking about starting a podcast, something like redefining conversations. That would be an extension of the book that I'm editor and spokesperson for. Um, The book, Redefining Moments, End of Life Stories for Better Living, was written by my late father before he passed. But nothing felt quite right because really that's his story. And I then found myself diagnosed with a rare genetic neurodegenerative condition called Wolfram syndrome. And the podcast idea suddenly clicked. I knew what I wanted. And I knew I wanted to create a podcast that enabled all in the medically challenged healthcare challenge community to know you are not alone. And so it happened to me, I'm not alone, and neither are you was born. And so tell me a a little bit more. I mean, what was the motivation behind starting it? Are there certain guests you have in mind, certain experts that you're going to be interviewing? What are are the goals that you have in mind? I realize I'm asking you a lot of questions at once, but I want to hear it all. Yeah, let's start with the goals, because I have three main goals. There are several others that I'll uh, mention uh, today. But my three main goals that happened to me are to create an empowered, supportive community and to share information and to inspire action, whether action for you individually or for you and others. And I didn't have any it happened to me, we'll interview patients, we'll interview family, friends, caregivers, researchers, healthcare professionals, and advocates, hoping to raise awareness, which is super important to me, and to create an empowered and supportive community. Those are are so important to me, and I think they serve a real service to our audience and all our listeners um, because I think it's important to know you are not alone. It, it truly is. And, and part of you not being alone is having your co-host. So, Kathy, why did you invite Beth to join you as your co-host? What makes the two of you fit to host It Happened to Me? Well, I got to say that happened organically. Beth 
is a wonderful friend and we really understand each other. And I just, I love it. <laughs> I've got to say, it's a really healthy combination because we're similar, but also have some different perspectives and styles too, which bring a whole element to the conversation that's very nice for future audio, uh, future interviewees and in, in our dialogue because we look at things a little differently and I think that's so healthy for the show. And with Beth, it just fit. And I'm so lucky because I asked and Beth said yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Beth, why did you say yes? Why did you agree to be a co-host? Well, you know, Kathy has been talking about this podcast for a long time. I had really no idea what she was talking about. But if Kathy asked me to do something, I'm going to say yes, regardless, because Kathy is possibly the nicest person on the planet. So spending time with her is a joy for me. But it turns out that in our friendship, we have found out that we share some similar medical issues. We have family members that share other medical issues. So we have traveled a journey together um, in our own lives. And so we have so much in common. And so it was a perfect fit because not only do we share medical issues and our family members share medical issues, we share a deep empathy for other people. And wanting, as Kathy said, to provide community, that is something we truly are committed to, to let you know through our podcast that you're not alone. And it's an uplifting message because we're gonna learn from our guests how, what their coping skills are. And we, Shoot, we want to pass that on to our listeners to give you um, different ways of coping with the challenges you're going to encounter. And creating community is, as you said, such a core part of this podcast and, and really the main goal and people knowing that they're not alone. How did you two meet? What is your origin story, as, as we say? I mean, I don't even know how long you guys have known each other. It seems like a long time. <laughs> we're looking curveball question Beth. yes <laughs> it just feels like it fits so perfectly it was always there i was chairing an event that's right and i reached out to kathy because i was having a little trouble um and kathy is a peacemaker she is <laughs> a solution provider and i somehow knew i tend to cut to the chase kathy tends to look for solutions to make everyone feel good. And I reached out to her and she was invaluable in helping me overcome a couple issues in this uh, gala that I was doing. So I think um, That's right. That's I knew it. somehow that she she is my compliment, that uh, she, right, she, that brings, <laughs> she brings everyone in together. Um, in, in such a compatible way that no one even realizes what she's doing because she just gushes kindness. And so she gathers everyone together and everyone feels wonderful. And so uh, I just looked to her for advice and it was the perfect solution. Oh, yeah, no, really true. That is true. And, and the minute I met that, I, we clicked. We, I mean, we absolutely clicked. 
we also, we have so much in common. We have uh, law degrees in common. We're the older siblings. We tend to run our families. We, we um, have a lot of personality traits that are similar. So um, that's why we're, we understand each other so well. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's certainly inspiring to see your friendship and, you know, just the camaraderie you bring onto the show and that you have so many things in common there. Everything you just listed doesn't even include your health challenges, right? So I think that's such a great aspect to highlight that maybe that's something that originally will bring people together in the rare disease and medical challenges community, but then you end up finding how else you're connecting. Um, and, you know, we, we've talked about the tagline and coming up with I'm not alone and neither are you and, and really that getting the point across of the mission and goal of our podcast. But let's bring it back to actually the podcast name. So it happened to me. Um, Kathy, I think you came up with the name, right? How did you end up, you know, choosing I this? I chose it for two reasons. And it wasn't a difficult, a difficult choice. I wanted something conversational. Uh, again, I started with the concept of redefining conversations, and th that wasn't the right fit, but still the notion of something conversational and that that particular name cried out for storytelling and for the million dollar question, what happened to you? And so it just seemed like Beth, an organic fit, and it just came naturally. And the tagline, I'm not alone and neither are you, was also a natural fit because I always want the key message of it happened to me to be, you are not alone. Because I think that's such an important message for anyone at any time, let alone anyone going through any type of challenges. Yeah, and in the rare disease community, you know, we talk about how rare a disease can be, but together they're quite common. So I think that also really just highlights what we talk about on this show, because, you know, in America, one in 10 Americans are affected by a rare disorder or disease. So if you put all the rare disorders together, the 7,000 plus rare disorders, it's actually a common occurrence to happen. And I think that's what we're going to be bringing a lot onto the show. What else do you hope that listeners gain from listening to the show? Well, the real, real goal, um, besides empowering and supportive community, is raising awareness. And that is so important to me because whether you're medically challenged and you're listening, whether you uh, have friends or family that are, or whether you're a doctor, or whether you're a researcher, just knowing about things you may not otherwise have known about. And so that you can look at things from a different perspective when you're either deciding on your own treatment or a doctor uh, looking at someone's symptoms. I've had doctors uh, with Wolfram, which is a very rare, there's 30,000 people in the world and my particular type is way rarer. But I've had doctors when I explained um, what it was, thank me for educating them and for telling them about something they did not know about. And um, I hope that can help everyone look at things outside the box a little more creatively in terms of diagnosis and in terms of treatment, realizing that um, treating this and treating that 
may help those individual symptoms. They may not help the whole package. And, you know, or something where, um, I don't know, I want to do something uh, where we interview uh, professionals about uh, mental health strategies because you may not have thought about it ahead of time, uh, but it's worth thinking about that when you come up with healthcare and medical challenges, you may confront some mental health issues that if you've given some thought to coming up with a, a basic plan ahead of time, you're not spending a year finding the right doctors and the right fit. You're ready to go with something like that. And I would like um, people to be able to suggest that for people now going through it, that, you know, it might be helpful to come up with a strategy for um, social work or for a professional of some sort or some relationship that can help you um, tackle your challenges from a little more healthy perspective. And um, so raising awareness to me is so important. And these rare and genetic diseases that are very well known. And destigmatizing mental health thinking is just so important as you're bringing up. It is a huge aspect of the diagnostic odyssey. And once you do have a diagnosis of going through and, and learning about the condition that someone has um, and, you know, all the different aspects that go with that. And Beth, you know, we were talking a couple days ago and, you know, you, we, you were sharing a little bit about going back to graduation, a commencement speech that you've had that really has been a, a motif in your life that you, you've taken on. Um, can you share about how this commencement speech has resonated with you in your life and, and share uh, this experience that you've had and how it's impacted your mindset and your mental health throughout your life? Absolutely, I'd love to. Um, when I was in college, uh, I graduated and our commencement speaker was none other than Charlton Heston. He was our commencement speaker because his sister actually uh, taught at the school. But you can only imagine, now this was pre-NRA days. So we had uh, this very famous, this very uh, powerful man standing in front of us with a big voice and bigger than life. And he talked about the filming of Ben-Hur one of the great, great movies of all time. And in that movie is a scene that is so lifelike. It's a chariot scene. And it was actual chariots. And sadly, two people died in this scene. It is so powerful and realistic. And so Charlton Heston told us that he said to the director, listen, you're getting me a double. No way, no how am I doing this scene? And the director said, uh, yes, you are. You are going to do this scene and don't worry just stay on the chariot. And this message has, as Kara has said, it's resonated with me throughout my life. Stay on the chariot. Each of us will hit at some point a divot, a detour, or God forbid, a pothole, but we will. We will face a life challenge. Our chariot may be in the shop for repair, or it may be sidelined for a period of time. The important thing is don't let go. Don't let go, stay on that chariot. And I can tell you that my chariot has been through divots, detours and potholes, and, but it's back out there. It's not quite so shiny. 
it does have some cracks in the paint, and it doesn't travel quite as quickly as it did at one time. But what I've learned is it's not the speed of the travel, but it's the journey and the people you meet along the way. So this really dovetails to what we're trying to do. Stay on the chariot. Your chariot is not going to be the fastest, but it doesn't have to be. It just has to go down that road of life. And we want to be with you on that journey to make sure that your ride is as beautiful as you want it to be. That is just such a beautiful message and, and really captures the energy of this show and what you're trying to provide listeners and engage them. And I think another aspect that we've hinted at in terms of the podcast mission has been for people to be able to make informed healthcare choices. And I learned, Beth, that you're the co-chair for the Johns Hopkins Women's Journey. Can you share about your role with this and how it connects back to It Happened to Me? Yes, this has uh, been very important to me to empower women to make good healthcare choices. And one of the things that we as women do is we don't take time for ourselves. We don't think we're important. And this is a big mistake. So think back when the last time you were on a plane and the steward says, if the air, if, if we hit turbulence and the masks come down, put the mask on yourself before rendering aid to another. That is something so alien to women we don't do that, but we must. And so the way to empower women and the way that we are going to empower women on all people through our podcast is by providing information. And that's what a women's journey does. We have Johns Hopkins doctors speak about their latest research. We will be doing this on the podcast by interviewing researchers and coming up with research because that's how you make informed healthcare decisions through knowledge. And you know, there is research to show that when the head of the household, when the women head of the household become ill, do you know the household's general health declines? So it is important to take care of yourself, but it also spreads to your family. Women also tend to be healthcare news spreaders. So we need to take care of ourselves, we need to take care of our families, and we need to spread the word of healthcare advances. So our podcast, we hope, will do that through providing information from our guests, whether they be patients or researchers or doctors or advocates, that we are going to help in that process of education. Yes, I'm very excited for all the episodes that we're going to be having come out in the near future. Um, anything else that you guys want to share with the audience before we close out the episode? No, I'm just thanking our audience for listening to It Happened to Me. And we hope to go to great places. Uh, we hope to interview all different sorts of guests from patients, and as I was saying, patients, family, caregivers, friends to researchers, doctors, but really important will be what we were talking about, the mental health professionals, because I think it's so important for people to have uh, no stigma there. And a little more, um, you know, you, you want a good dentist, you want a good uh, general physician, 
you want to know you've got a good um, talking doctor picked out if you need it or you need a tune-up or you know there's there's such help in being able to do that so that's what i hope it happened to me can also help to um, to make happen fantastic well thank you guys for listening and as kathy was bringing up if you guys have any suggestions comments questions ideas feedback for the show you can email us directly at it happened to me pod at gmail.com thanks everybody Thank you for listening to this episode of It Happened to Me. We encourage you to learn more at ithappentomepod.com. That's ithappentomepod.com. Please use the contact forum on our website to submit your guest suggestions, comments, questions, ideas, and feedback for the show. You can also email us directly at ithappentomepod at gmail.com. We would really appreciate it if you can leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app, especially Spotify and Apple. This helps others in the rare disease and medical challenge community find us. It Happened to Me is created and co-hosted by Kathy Gildenhorn and Beth Glassman. Steve Holsenbach is our media engineer and co-producer. Ashlyn Anokian is our graphic designer. And I'm Kira Deneen from DNA Today. I'm the marketing lead and co-producer. And remember, it happened to me. I'm not alone and neither are you.